If at this point you haven't already noticed there are two sermons today, this would be the moment where you do. And I can't resist a joke about our church needing twice the work and that being the reason. (laughs) But really, uh, our first story from Jonah is about how God is in charge of our lives. And our second sermon is just on one verse from Exodus. And it connects human authority and God's authority together. Here now, Exodus 20, verse 12. Honor your father and mother, so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. The Ten Commandments are the central ten rules God gives his people. And God writes them with a finger of flame on stone tablets which has always made me wonder how God's handwriting is. Probably because in second grade, my handwriting was so bad, I was invited to a special club. (laughs) Remedial handwriting intervention. (laughs) And we met out in a trailer, and there were about six of us. But I wonder what God's handwriting looks at. On the one hand, I doubt he practices much. No fourth grade teacher making him write in cursive. Plus, writing with fire on stone seems difficult. And then, how is God the Father's handwriting compared to Jesus and the Spirit? My money is God the Father has pretty solid handwriting, but I picture Jesus writing in chicken scratch. That's just me. That aside, Ten Commandments, written with divine fire on stone that his people swear to follow. And the majority of them are things you should not do. Don't have other gods before me. Don't make idols. Don't use the Lord's name in vain. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't covet. But there are two that aren't like that. Just two. Commandment number four. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And commandment five. Honor your father and mother. They're different because there's something you should do. Remember and honor. But only commandment five. Honor your father and mother. It's even more unique. It's the only one that has a reward. Honor your father and mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord, your God, is giving you. I feel like there are some parents out there who are... (laughs) Pay attention. It's a strange thing to say, though. So that your days may be long in the land that the Lord, your God, is giving you. The argument is always, what if you had bad parents? What if your parents don't actually know what's right? Especially as we become adults, authority becomes more complicated. Who is actually in charge? Sometimes the right thing to do very clearly is not what your parents tell you to do. Some people try to get out of that by saying, you should obey your parents except when it contradicts God. A giant asterisk on the commandment. But it turns out God was thinking ahead. The command already has a qualifier if you read it carefully. Notice it doesn't say obey your parents. It says to honor them. Now before you feel like I'm unleashing anarchy, I'm especially looking at this front row here. (laughs) Ephesians says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. And Deuteronomy and Leviticus have some pretty permanent (laughs) solutions for children who disobey. (laughs) But those commands, they say, children, obey your parents. They say children, and that word expires. It means someone who is not an adult. Until you're an adult, 
you obey your parents. But forever, forever, you honor your parents. So that your days may be long in the land that your Lord is giving you. Let me tell you about that word, honor. In Hebrew, it's kabod. And it means to be heavy, to be weighty, to be honored. This form, it literally means give weight to your parents. Now that is perhaps ironic. Gaining weight is exactly the issue many parents and grandparents are trying to avoid. (laughs) Giving your parents weight may sound like a curse to some of you. Like young people will begin feeding you chocolate cake. Maybe that's a blessing too. But hear me out because I think our society has become too relaxed about making things weighty. Everything is the same, is the same, is the same. But things shouldn't be. Our country's flag, any country's flag, it should have weight. Because it's not just a piece of fabric. It's not a t-shirt with a logo. It represents a people. It represents generations and their sacrifices. It represents the highest ideals of that nation. A flag is not a t-shirt. It is not a piece of fabric. It should have weight. It should be honored. When I arrived here, I was told I had to sit down with Miss Stella and Miss Strobe. Their experience had weight to it. Whatever new ideas or insights I might have, first I had to give their experience weight. I had to honor what they knew. Titles should have weight, judge, teacher, manager. They've been entrusted with a position and a set of responsibilities. So that title, it gives weight to what they say. The title of parent. They have been entrusted with responsibilities. Our parents, we all have had them. We call God our Father. His love is described like a mother's love, which means parents, they have been entrusted with imitating God in our lives, with providing care, support, guidance, self-sacrificial love, regardless of how well they perform that responsibility. It's an act that deserves honor. It deserves weight. So we honor our parents even when we disagree. We honor them even when they've passed. We remember them. We don't forget because we are who we are in large part because of who they were. They carry weight in our memories. It's weighty. Which is why when someone abandons the responsibilities of parenting, it's not like forgetting to mow the lawn or even not paying your taxes. It's heavy. The neglect of the responsibility carries the same weight as the command to honor the responsibility. The story of Jonah reminds us God's in charge. That is always true. God is always in charge. But this commandment, it reminds us that God places people into positions of authority in his name. And that authority should carry weight. It begins by honoring the first authorities put into your life, your parents, and then it continues by recognizing the weight that other people carry in God's name. Jonah was a prophet. The title he he had, it carried weight because he was responsible for carrying a message to the people of Nineveh. He carried that message. He carried the weight of a city in God's name. And it was a heavy burden. And it was a burden that he didn't want. 
But God sent a message, and then God sent a storm, and then God sent a whale. So Jonah finally accepted the wait. We, together, carry the weight of the gospel. Sometimes it feels too heavy, so we try to skirt around it. But the good news that God brings forgiveness of sins, we carry that weight to the world. We carry the weight of being a community that shows people with our lives what the kingdom of God looks like. It can be a heavy weight, but this command reminds us the heavier the weight, the greater the honor that is coming. Give honor to those who carry weights in our name so that our lives may be long in the land that the Lord is giving us. Will you pray with me? Lord, this morning we remember the weight that you carry, the weight indeed of the salvation of the world. And we are grateful that you are the one who carries it and not us. Thank you for carrying the weight of our families, of our lives, of our hopes and dreams, for guiding us and continuing to inspire us. And let us gladly carry the weight that you give us to carry your gospel to those in need. We pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen.